the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, August 2nd. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! We're going to take a look at the Morgan State Bears as their new head football coach is Ty Wheatley, one of the greatest college football players of all time. And he's got a great resume when it comes to being an assistant college football coach and a great resume when it comes to being a high school football coach. He's a winner, and I think this bodes well for the Morgan State Bears. Admittedly, um, you know, for Morgan State, I'm excited. I'm an alum, so I'm excited for the Morgan State program. Um, At the end of the day, um, it's going to be about recruiting, um, which uh, Ty Wheatley has done well in other places. And that DMV area is it's solid football. It, it's it, it's it's come up definitely, I would say, in the last um, 15 years or so, more of a ba- more known for basketball. But the football is coming up DMV when you count Washington, Baltimore, uh, certainly Virginia. I mean, there's some good football, uh, and and more specifically, Northern Virginia. I mean, there's some good football. And then, obviously, when you're talking about Richmond, you're talking about the Tidewater area, some really, really, really good football in those areas, not very far away from Morgan. So he's definitely, he and his staff are definitely going to have some talent to choose from. Got some good defensive players. Uh, Ricardo Kennedy comes to mind for Morgan State, the linebacker. Um, he 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 had a lot of accolades coming into the 2018 season, and he performed well. He performed well. There was a couple of guys that performed that really performed on Morgan State's defense that were really really good. And then everybody knew uh, Kennedy, so he got double teamed a lot. But he's a preseason first team All Miac selection uh, in 2019. So uh, the Morgan State Bears looking to improve in 2019. Let's step aside, take a break, come back. Ty Wheatley, the head football coach of the Morgan State Bears, joins us on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, presented by the Box to Row Sports Network. Box to Row.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports, Box to Row.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? Box to Row.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All American teams and weekly media coaches' bowls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And Box to Row.com. Your HBCU. HBCU Sports Leader. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. And you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what you say. This is the one and only Eagle Double G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks. Thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and sports. Hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's TFT, man. Hello, this is Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. Just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real. Relevant radio. Ty Wheatley is in his first season as the head football coach at Morgan State as we're here at the MEAC Media Day. And um, Coach Wheatley, 
how excited are you for this opportunity to be the head coach at Morgan State? Truly excited, extremely excited. Um, anytime you get a chance to run your own program, to help young men, you know, leading them to the future, it's extremely exciting. Yeah, can you sort of speak to how this opportunity came about? Well, in all honesty, it's something that I've always been wanting to go uh, go about and becoming a head coach, and saw that the uh, opportunity was open here at Morgan State, and Coach uh, Antonio James was the uh, defensive coordinator here, and spoke to him a couple of times, and he put me in touch with you know Dr. Uh, Scott, and we spoke and you know hit it off, and I think. Uh, our philosophies and everything that we want to do, how to run a program, and basically a partnership, and so to speak, as be, as opposed to being a coach-AD relationship, I think that really spurned and, and, and set the fire into get me here. How familiar are you with like the DMV area? I know you're in Baltimore, the Washington area, in terms of from a recruiting perspective. From recruiting, I recruited here. Not only did I recruit in the DMV area, but I have family here in the DMV area as well. So, very, very familiar with it. Very familiar. And how has that sort of helped you in terms of getting some sort of some new players at Morgan State? Well, it always helps. You know, being familiar with the area, also having previous relationship with some of the coaches, it's a familiar deal. It's not one of those deals where you have to come in and break the ice and get to know and build relationships. That's already done. It's already implemented. Uh, but when, when you can already have that taken care of and out the way, it's, it, it makes it easier. What are some of the first things that you've, or what's, I should say, what are some of the things you've done you know, so far sort of coming in maybe a little bit late in terms of trying to get that Bear program turned around a bit? Can't give you the recipe to my secret, man, you know. Can't, can't, can't give you that. Can't give me can't can't, give but, I, but, I, but I'll give you a little pinch. Okay. I'll right. give you a little pinch. As with anything, um, in a program that's trying to build, rebuild, trying to make itself relevant, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. And I think the first thing you have to understand is, is it's building trust. And, and, and there's, for me, there's always two ways of building trust. It's knowledge-based, and it's basically, honestly, just pure, have you done it before? And coming in, just basically understanding people, just giving people to understand that I've done it, showing my track record, and then giving them the knowledge base of how we're going to do some things. And, you know, you start getting the, the proverbial head nods, and, oh, he does know what he's talking about, right? <laughs> so, so you start building that trust, and that, that, that's it. Right, but, I mean, okay, fine, but your name does carry some weight, though. Some of them young men don't have a clue who I am. Yeah. Right. What about their parents got to know and, and tell them? Parents, but the parents don't play, right? Yeah, true. Parents don't play. Uh, but, but it comes to those butts that are in the seat that have to really understand it and trust it, right? They have to understand it, see it. And now, and I call this the glitter age. These young men are so enamored with the glitter, right, the drip, whatever you want to call it, that's what they're impressed with. LSU just dropped a $25 million, um, what is it, locker room. Yeah. How does that help you become a better player? How does that help you develop to become a young man? But my point is, to that whole deal, that's what they're into now. It's the flash, it's the bling, and I tell everybody, that doesn't help you become a better player. How does that help you win? Well, Coach, the locker room is dope. How does that help you win, right? So it goes back to what we just talked about, knowledge base, right? Trust base. Talking to the young man and getting them to understand that that locker room would not help you win, but I will. My staff will. We will help you win not only just as a football player, but win in life. Went in the classroom, went in how to be a great father, dad, and all those great things that cost to be a man, right? Because you're going to be a man way longer than you would be a football player. So those are the things we talk about, and those are some of the things that where I go in. And it's not a pitch. It's what I believe, and it's what I live. So when you talk about it, and that's where I go and talk to the parents and the young men. True. Okay, good. And now you know because of all the social media, web, and all that, it wasn't 
like that. It was no social media when you played. Web was maybe sort of coming in. But no, it wasn't no web. Wasn't, wasn't no web. <laughs> okay, so it was even before that. So, but I know a lot of them probably looked you up and said, this guy was a really good player when he played. So how, how does that sort of help in terms of talking to them as well? Well, yeah, they, they will have gone looking me up. But at the same time, it comes back to say, Coach, you were a really good player, you know. I think that only goes helps in its standpoint of, well, he's been there. He's done that. Now, once again, it goes back to the whole, what can you do for me? But it's what can you do for me in terms of football? I tell the guys, yeah, I can help you football all day long, but you're going to be more than just a football player. And so I think a lot of times they're not getting that, you know, because everybody is wanting to put the, you know, the, the forefront of the locker rooms, the million-dollar, you know, haircut facilities inside the facilities. Like I say, football is the one aspect, and I try and stay furthest away from football as possible. Were you into those kind of things, though, when you were a player? Because it may not be the same. It may not be as high-tech as it is now, but when you, I mean, I'm sure you all had the top facilities when you played ball. Let me ask you this. And I just ask you this to be all honesty, and I know we haven't. We, we may have had some things in Michigan, but at the end of the day, at the bare bolts of it is, what helped me become a great player was the man that was in that room. All the computers and all the other fancy stuff didn't help me at all. It was the men that helped me develop as a football player and as a man. That was it. No matter the computer, all that stuff. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you have to go out there to put the work in. And I always say this. You go to Alabama, you go to LSU, you go to all these Power 5 schools. Does everybody that go there comes out a better player? No. It's the guys that are great players become better. The average players sometimes remain average and get worse. It's about the men who's developing. And I put more stock into people than things. No, fair point. Personnel, who can we expect big things from? Let's start with the offense. Start with the offense. Of course, DJ Golak, our quarter, returning quarterback, we really expected some good things out of him. Tawani, who's here now, our offensive line, who's going at the, at the center, who's going to anchor it all for us. Uh, we have some other pieces that we're looking at right now, some secret ingredients that we're trying to mix in. But just off for starters on the offensive side of the ball, we're looking at those two. Going defensively, Smalls at our, as our corner. You know, he had a pretty good year last year. He's matured. He's grown. Um, savvy guy on the field. So we're looking for big things from him. Of course, um, Mr. McBurrow, our linebacker who's here with us today, uh, looking for things from him as well as a leader. Not only just a leader, but on the football field, lining guys up. Uh, I would say he's the quarterback of the defense right now. So we're looking for some big things for those two guys. But overall, I think we got a pretty good team. Yeah, I was going to say, lastly, what are, what are some realistic expectations sort of coming into the program? It's been down. Um, good win last year, obviously, against A&T, but the program's been down. So what are some of the real expectations? Real expectations? Just win, baby. Good enough. Appreciate it, Coach. No problem. Thank you. So that's a look at the Morgan State Bears. Ty Wheatley, the new head football coach there at Morgan State, who's done a tremendous job. I mean, when you talk about the academic side of things at Morgan State, one of the the, the best uh, alumni bases in terms of donating and giving back to the school is Morgan State University done so many things. The campus is beautiful. You have, of course, the uh, Morgan Choir that is world-renowned. And now, uh, hopefully, with Ty Wheatley associated with Morgan State, the football program can get back on track. Uh, Hadn't been uh, to the FCS playoffs since 2015 when there was that five, or 2014, that five-way tie uh, in the MEAC. And Morgan State actually represented the MEAC 
in the uh, in the playoffs. And that, of course, is when the MEAC had its automatic berth to the playoffs. And when you think about, you know, you go back to Morgan State, you think about Morgan State football. Um, I mean, we tend to forget when you talk about some of the greatest programs of all time, obviously, probably most notably that comes to mind is Grambling because of just when you look at all, first of all, you think about Eddie Robinson, you think about all the great players that have come through Grambling State, the great National Football League players that have come or eventually went to the National Football League that came through uh, Grambling State is absolutely phenomenal. But, you know, very underrated these days because it's it's you know, it's been a drought for so many years is Morgan State. Back in the day when Grambling was playing in Japan and playing, um, you know, at Yankee Stadium and all of those kind of things. Who do you think they were playing? They were playing Morgan State because Morgan State was cream of the crop. So, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things that uh, uh, Bear football's fallen on some hard times, mostly um, with with a few exceptions um, the last 30 years or so. And Ty, or 40 years, really. And Ty Wheatley looks to turn things around at Morgan State. want you to have a great weekend. On Monday, we resume... The HBCU Football Daily Podcast, we continue our trek north as we're going to take a look at Delaware State. And, um, of course, the head football coach of the Delaware State Hornets, Rod Milstead, going to join us on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. That's on Monday. Don't forget about the weekend edition of From the Press Box to Press Row, airing on a radio station near you. If you're already on BoxToRow.com, click on the affiliates link to find a radio station in your area that carries the program. If you downloaded this program and are listening to it on your uh, on your uh, uh, MP3 player or what have you, then go back to BoxToRow.com, click on the affiliates link, find a radio station in your area that carries the program. Or if you have satellite radio, listen on Sirius XM Channel 141 Saturday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, that's 6 a.m. Central Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific time. Again, that's Sirius XM Channel 142. And also on Saturday on Sirius XM Channel 142, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central time, and 6 a.m. Pacific time. Have a great weekend. He ain't got much to say. Cause